bringing out the OG <laughs> rodeo. This man. is a little old school for our guest here back in his specialty act days. We now bring into the studio a little guy by the name of Anthony Lucia. Uh, uh, the Swiss Army knife. The Swiss Army knife of professional rodeo. The guy that's done it all. No. You've done it all. No. No, I, I've only picked up one bronc in my life, and that was with Bronc Bainline at the Cow Palace. I've never rode a bronc, well, except a colt, and I tore my PCL. Hashtag getting old sucks. And, uh, yeah, I'm not the Swiss Army Knife. You truly are Rump. Well, you've done a lot of stuff. Oh, Welcome. Thanks. Welcome Thank to you. Rump Chat, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, we got we to gotta build him up a little bit more now. Not that, he's trying to right. be humble on us, right, bud. Okay, no. Here you go. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. You want to build him up again? <laughs> I didn't mean like that. Oh. Um, here's one thing. You need to put your shoes back on. They're your right. feet are stink. stink. I, thought, I thought that was the smell of the no, Lone Coach that's Studios. No, sho- that's, that's him. Look at his shoes. shoes. Look at his shoes. They have Golly. duct tape on them. Can you slide those this way? I'm not touching those things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I'm sorry. Web, you, Web you're brave. You, you touch them. You, you need to start. You Just need take to start. Shoes out. Put, you, you need to start em. putting a pair of house shoes in here. So you can slip those on because I'm tired of smelling. Put, take them to the back. <laughs> Anthony's now getting no, a take, tissue, take picking to, up the shoes. Take them to the back. No, it's, it's your feet, not, man. No, oh. Fuck me. Don't. Hey, t- no, 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 no. No, no. Anthony, put them outside. Put them outside. Either way, either way's fine. Uh, Are we still recording? Yes. God, folks, you don't understand how those shoes are the nastiest shoes ever. This guy makes like two G's of perf. Doesn't matter what. And I mean. you cannot buy a fifty dollar pair of K Swiss shoes. <laughs> K- new Balance. K Swiss. What are we? I teaching? wear a New Balance. Teaching kindergarten. <laughs> but to get back to the main point, um, our guest today on Rump Chat. He's a Rump Chat listener. He was actually featured on Rump Chat 1 when we were discussing <laughs> fighting rodeo announcers. And a lot of people like reacted to that, and they're like, oh, why would you fight Anthony Lucia? I have, I've known Anthony so long, I can't remember meeting him. Like, yeah, what was it? What, what no, is the connection here? Let me we've tell grown, you why you want to. We've wanna, grown up no, together. The only reason you would want to fight me is if you just have a pure joy when you get your butt kicked. I would never want to fight Anthony. I love him like a brother. And I actually well, you tell almost him, was a brother. In law, <laughs> I was. Let's air that out right now. Okay. Anthony, I want you to tell every what time. happened. No, I'm not going to tell. that Because every time that we talk, or every time we're in on this my will show be the in last Vegas time or anything, you swear. Okay, yeah, I, I swear. Swear to Tom. One time, many, many moons ago, when we were working the Rumford Rodeo Trail, all the Kansas rodeos, my dad, Tommy Lucia, were there, and obviously my brother, Dominic, my sister, Poppy, and we get to spend a day at the Rumford Ranch, and it was, for me, dreaming to be a cowboy. It was one of the coolest days that I could ever have because it was there was horses, there was steers, there was ropes everywhere. Little did I know that while I was out doing what I wasn't necessarily supposed to be doing in the steer pen, roping steers as a small child, that Rumford was in the barn with my adolescent sister, who clearly was misguided, delusional, (laughs) and for some weird, wrong reason, thought Rumford, this is at least 200 pounds ago, thought he was cute. His sister asked me to kiss her. Aww. 
She's yeah. like, kiss me. And I did. And we made out. In, uh, oh, my God. We made out in the barn. And I know that sounds like country music video style. But we did. But you know what? I'm glad we did because the Rumfords and the Lucias have been lifelong friends. And yeah. we continue to be friends. No, please. No. It's my sister, Hammond. Well, no. It's my sister, Hammond. However, he had a crush on Haley. Oh, my hey, God. Girl. Still do. But Haley was just way too... It's- she was, do what? She was that sentence. <laughs> advanced in life. <laughs> I was going to never mind. I don't want to say what I was I love say. my sister. Oh, I love your we sister have, too. In fact, you love your sister so much. You made out with her as well. I didn't make out. In your in your silly little opening that you used to do. We never had to make out in the opening. Well, you didn't have to, but you still did. That's what made it weird. <laughs> Can we mute hey, his so <laughs> Anthony, you know, came to Sydney, Iowa. A couple mm. times as a young man, and w- went, yeah, oh went, we have gosh. a friend that, uh, you know. Had, she was great. Uh, he fell victim to the old dirt road, you know, down. Mm. down chilling on a dirt yeah, road. No, there was no chilling. She was my first true love, I think, on the rodeo trail. I was 17 years old, and she, I mean, I still have the mental image of her in my mind from when I was 17. She was amazing. She's, I mean, she's beautiful. She's Lisa. She was nice. No big deal. <laughs> no, no, obviously. Well, my... they all have that first. It's well because you actually, you know, um, and you got to run. Your dad let you run around with us there. Yeah, because you know, we for were some all the reason same age. he trusted you and your family. Yeah, and my dad was extremely strict on all of us growing up. And there was select people like the Rumfords, like like the Hiltons in Sydney. And he'd let me run around with Binion and Chase and mm-hmm. stuff, and and it's like he knew that okay, I think they're just going to put him to work. They're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to yeah, do something them. stupid. Yeah, well, you know, and Sydney's a town of a thousand people, yeah. so it's not like you're in Denver and you're yeah. running around. You know, I mean, you literally, you know, what are you going to do? Jump the fence and go in the, you know, in the swimming pool. That's about well, as. Well, we didn't throw hammers back then, or whatever you guys do. Uh, yeah, I got the hammer throw. So, so when you come back, tradition. <laughs> I did take my first dip in Sydney as well. There was a lot of first in Sydney you for me. You dip snuff in Sydney. I, I went to puke? the, the Culp Skull trailer because I was 17, and obviously they had the pretty ladies. Oh, yeah. And I went to the Culp Skull trailer, and I had zero zero desire to dip until I saw the models. And I was like, yep, I'm going to need a good dip. So I knew all those guys, Rick and Rusty and everybody, yeah. went and got a couple cans of chew. Right before my dad zacked, I slid one in thinking that was going to... I got the pouches because... Oh, yeah. You know, got to get them bandits. Yeah. <laughs> and Skull bandits. Right before we went into the arena, and I drove a four-wheeler into the <laughs> arena for a monkey, I am puking my ever-living guts out. Because it's 110 yes, degrees. Yes, it's 110 degrees. Never dipped before. and thousand percent humidity. Oh. Um, yeah, that, that's that's awesome. We have... Uh, I actually have a pair of... Uh, I, I bought a pair of Spurs. I still have them from Anthony. God, who buys a pair? And, of well, no, 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 no. Yeah. What well, do you win yours? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but I'm like, oh man, you know, Anthony Lucia, these spurs got to be legit. Well, I I think I played like 180 percent markup, but that's the number that Anthony I got me. I got you, but I got you into a good a good product. See, as a kid, I had to be a hustler, so you I were, started. A, I made. I, still, a, I had a I leather business. Have them, man. So I made spur straps, and yep. then I actually that bought was- out a Western, like the tack department of a feed store in Weatherford, Texas, when I was super young. Like, they, I mean, they sold it to me for cheap. It's not like I'm, you know, a mover and a shaker. It was, eight, but I eight, bought them out. One point two million, and, uh, <laughs> roughly. It was got actually, money, and you know it. But real quick though, yeah. um, since we just kind of bailed into it, take us back I, because I want from our guest. 
you have been in the rodeo business literally since you were born. Yeah. And your brother, Tommy Joe, has been on. And for all you that don't know, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm, this is not making fun, but Anthony Lucia was one of the monkey handlers for the famous <laughs> Whiplash the Cowboy Monkey. But so much more than that, he has excelled out of there from team roping to being a nominee for uh, Dress Act of the Year to uh, announcing, and now he is actually doing TV. So could you just kind of credential yourself and just real quick, take us back. Listen, guys, I don't like to talk about myself, but it was three-time PRCA nominee for Dress <laughs> Act of the Year, four times the NFR. I'm just kidding. No, I don't I don't want to talk about. But, but talk us back. Like, Tell us about. You were with Whiplash the Cowboy Monkey. You grew up, yeah. and you and your dad and Dominic, uh, for a while, was traveling on the road. And yeah, and what a story of rodeo that really is. No, my dad is a is a. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's he's in every Hall of Fame that that there is. The National Cowboy, Absolutely. the Texas Cowboy, the Texas Rodeo, and then this past year he was inducted into the PRCA Hall of Fame. And my dad is a was just a legend. And I I don't want to get to talking too much about old pops because I'll get a little misty eyed, but. Uh, dad, dad was just awesome. And he was hard on us, hard as, as, as you'd ever want to be, but I'm thankful for it. And we all grew up on the road. Uh, when I was 11, Dominic, my older brother, um, he decided he was going to stay home that summer. And that was my like call to action. I'd been traveling with my dad since I was four years old. At one point we used to wear white shirts, black Wranglers that you bought uh, at Walmart and, I'm a thicker kid, and so those were always fun. Uh, uh, it's husky. We use the word husky, husky on the yeah. show. Dad husky. had to take me to that section. Yep. Not, oh, yeah. husky. I think he had to do that with all of his kids, because didn't Tommy Joe talk about that, too? Yeah, but not Dominic. Dominic was Yeah, skinny. Dominic. Yeah, I'm not. Anyways, he I'm not going to. like the skinniest Lucian. I'm not going to get into all that, because yeah. Dominic's metabolism way and bone structure way different than mine and Tommy Joe's. We got the, the Lucia butt, which anybody who makes fun of my butt, all I got to say to you is this. It takes a big engine to run this rain in. This train and I go chuka 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 chuka. Anyways, <laughs> oh no, uh, there it is. Like no, you climbing didn't. up mountains and stuff. I got like you. I'm really, really good. Well, at Josh that. was skinny. He didn't have that. Nah, yeah, Josh was skinny. But maybe later on, like I didn't get to know him until later on. Yeah, so maybe he dropped. He was, was Tommy Joe used to be skinny too. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I had to get Tommy Joe back. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Now's your chance. Now's your chance. So this is a yeah. true story. So apparently at the Lucia Christmas, Anthony gets a little drunk ski and and and, and, and uh, well, it's Christmas. Well, it's yeah, Christmas. you're supposed to, but I get you know gets after Tommy Joe for for making fun of him on the show when on Tommy Joe was on on Rump Chat. So it's yeah. nice to know we're still yeah, being thought Tommy of over Joe, the holiday season. Then Tommy Joe threw a pie in my face. So Big like, Brother wins. Like rodeo clowns. True story. Bastard. Yeah. But he, you get, he went hard into the paint. You guys definitely have. <laughs> you guys definitely have like a legacy in rodeo. Yeah, that's that's what's so cool. And like um, in your announcing, you're a younger guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're breaking in the new stuff, but you, you're not new to rodeo. That's that's kind of something pretty cool. Um, that you are literally coming into a profession. Yeah. Where people don't change. Yeah. Like if people hire a rodeo announcer. They're going to be there till they die. Yep, absolutely. So it is, I think, um, from being a rodeo clown or a bullfighter, um, you know, contract personnel, Yeah, being a rodeo announcer has got to be the hardest I'm, profession. I, but I, I, but I don't you're think getting there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a, is the hardest profession. I think it's one of those things where 
you've got the legends, you've got the the just absolute spectacular guys like Randy Corley, Bob Tallman, Boyd Bohamus, Brooks, and Mooney, and and so many guys like that. That why would you get rid of them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's no. it's almost waiting. Brooks always tells me. He's like Anthony. I came in at the right time, the right place. Phil Gardenhire, uh, on it was the same time Boyd came in. Yeah, too. I mean, and and Phil was a just absolutely just, I mean, that an icon of rodeo announcing still is today, and obviously left us too soon. But those guys came in at the, you know, at the they'll say the right time, even though it was an unfortunate event sure. when we lost Phil. And my whole thing, and I even just I just talked to Boyd about this. It's I know God's working in my life. And I've got some great events that I've had for a long time. And, I mean, shoot, whenever you develop a relationship with a committee, with the fans, they grow to expect something that you can bring. Yeah. And and that's kind of, you know, God. God's always got me in the right place, right time. And I've got pals like you and or not even pals, friends like y'all. And I'm just thankful. My dad's built such a legacy. That was one of the – whenever I had the opportunity to purchase when my dad decided to retire – I could have purchased the monkey and the dog. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. It's not yeah, you're because make I, your own name. Yeah and, yeah, and more so than that, nobody could do Whiplash or the Black Horse in his glory anywhere close to what my dad does or how he did it. Yeah. There's just not. So I wanted to, to make my own way, like you said, and trick roping. I've always loved roping, and I've always loved being an entertainer. It's in my blood. My dad, you know, always was changing his acts and— everything like that. And that song you played in the open, when I came to Denver, I'd worked Fort Worth two years right in a row. And when I came to Denver, they said, we want something different. And I'm like, well, it's trick roping. So I don't really know what that means. Yeah. And they're like, we'll just create something new. Well, they knew I could. So we did. I got with you, got with Boyd. We created something completely different. I announced my act, went a back and forth with Boyd. Uh, the music changes, the costume changes, and it was it's it's so fun, and it's all led me. The black light with the green jeans. Oh, yeah. The people still talk about those. I actually really like you still have those? Oh, yeah. And they, I can still get into them because every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll, sh- I'll uh, come out of the, the hallway, and Lisa will be in there doing school or working on her doctorate, something awesome, and I'll come out with nothing on but those green jeans. and uh, Oh, man. gross. <laughs> Welcome to the big show. I got to tell you, though. Um, oh, sorry, Anthony. Okay. The green You're out of not, time. That, I'm just going through Lisa's thought process there. For, for everybody that you doesn't know. You stay out of my wife's head. For period. Everybody that doesn't know, um, his wife, Lisa, was Miss Rodeo America, a great oh. chick. Yeah. A beautiful lady inside and out. And Classy all the way around. She's she's so awesome. Like, And I'm not knocking Anthony. No, please do, because I beat myself up every day. But she's like, Benny Butler told me. Oh, God. That <laughs> do you have the song? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. When she first yeah. got to be Miss Rodeo America. Yeah. We are in Elk City, Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> and Mike, it's during the Elk City Rodeo. And Michael Gone from the South Point Casino which is not a boy gaming property, but there's a lot that are. Um, he comes out and Benny starts talking about Lisa before they, they weren't married yet. And she, we were, we had been dating a year and a half. Well, F- but you F- don't, y. you can't have a boyfriend when you're Miss Rodeo right, American. Right. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. boyfriend is pro you were, rodeo. You were special friends. So, <laughs> so Benny says, man, uh, who's that guy? Well, that's Lisa's special friend. Yeah. Oh, makes sense now. So they Benny do some heavy petting. Benny, <laughs> Benny says, 
that Lisa, who's <laughs> gold buckle beer. Oh, snap. I love gold buckle beer. Oh, snap! Sorry, sorry. Yeah, will you I shut up to... so I can tell the story? Yeah, this is good. So Benny, um, we're driving down the pasture. It's me, Michael, Benny, and Shandon Stalls. Oh, jeez. Okay? Is that their dummy? No, well, it's my dummy, and it's the guy who picks up and. Oh, the, the actual guy, Shannon, kind of flushed cheeks. Yeah, rides a lot, little tiny horse, one swings my, a big loop. One of my best friends. He's oh, yeah. a huge doucher. <laughs> <laughs> so we're out the pasture, um, showing Michael these bucking horses, and uh, Benny goes, "That Lisa, Miss Rodeo America, she's as beautiful as a movie star." And we're like, "Yeah, she's she's a cute chick," and yeah. and he goes, "She's like the girl from Impadina." <laughs> <laughs> and and I shouldn't have said anything, right? That's a isn't that a common thing in your life? Oh, so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what the girl from Ipanina? And Benny goes, the song, Megan. You know, the girl tall and thin and young and lovely. Come on, yeah. So he's referring to Lucia's wife as the girl from Ipanina, and then he throws a fit that I don't know the song. So then he goes, get your telephone out, because Benny still calls it a telephone. Get your telephone out and get it on there like Jake and Taylor do. <laughs> His grandkids. Which, which he means get out and download. So I literally download the girl from Ipanina onto my phone, yeah. and I put it in the auxiliary port of the feed truck, and we stop. So there's me, Shannon, <laughs> Michael gone, and Benny Butler in the middle of a pasture Listening to the girl from Ipanina. The girl deep tall thing. Yeah, yeah. Sing it. Do you know the words? I so funny story. Does this? I called Is this you. your wife's song? No. This is this is the funniest thing, and you guys can hate on me all you want, but sometime during that year we talk, and you tell me this story, and I'm like, why is Benny saying that about my wife? I had a, no idea what the girl from Ipanina meant. And knowing that coming from Rump's mouth, the Lord only knows what it could mean. And I, I was offended at first, to be honest with you. You were offended twice that year. I was offended twice. He got, Anthony literally got mad at me when she was Miss Rodney America. One other time. When? At Eagle, Colorado. If you've seen the movie Tommy Boy oh, with yeah. Chris Farley. That was that was pretty sorry on your end, though. I don't feel like it was. Well, it was. We don't need well, to get into that. let Rump Chat Nation be the judge. No. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So what I did was no, at, because you guys, if they are listening to y'all, well, they are I, some good people. I, I knew that they were dating, and she was Miss Rodeo American, and I love Anthony. And Lisa is a classy girl. I mean, so classy. The classiest. So I called Anthony, and if you've seen Tommy Boy, do you remember when uh, what's her name walks out of the pool uh, when oh, Tommy uh, Boy's dad? Uh, um, ah, she was in all the workout videos. Um, Webster, who was that? Remember, Tina she was Webster. a ten. She, uh, she came out to Tommy Boy, and she's like, "Yeah." What was her name? No, I, I, I can only think of Michelle Pfeiffer, but it's not Michelle no, Pfeiffer. It's um, Michelle Pfeiffer esque. It's uh doesn't matter. Go no, ahead. Google it. I am. Hold on. I I can't start until we Google it. But if you've seen Tommy Boy, everybody that's seen Tommy Boy knows. That I am pretty much Tommy Boy, okay? Bo, Bo something. Bo, Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Well, Bo Derek. Yeah, Bo Derek is yeah the 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 one who marries his his, his uh, dad. dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when Bo Derek walks out of the the pool, Tommy Boy is talking about her, and he goes, "Man, uh, <laughs> if if I would send a picture of your mom 
back to my friends in college, she'd definitely be boner of the month. <laughs> and that was hilarious. So I thought, man, I'm going to... So, how would you feel if no? I'm, I can't even use you as the as a right judge. So it pours. Let me let me set this up for all of our listeners. It pours down rain. Actually, they're our listeners. They're not yours. So anyway, I said y'all's <laughs> listeners, didn't I? <laughs> you said our listeners. Okay. Excuse I'm, me. I'm rambling. Never getting Justin's here. listeners, not Anthony's <laughs> listeners. However, Going you will be whenever I announce my brand new podcast. I'm just kidding. Actually, this we is are not Anthony Chat. Anyways, which would be a great one. Right. Um, Lucia Chat or Lucified, that's a great name for one. Anyways. uh, So he sends me a picture of my future wife (laughs) in Eagle, Colorado. It had poured down rain, and my wife happened to be wearing the wrong color of shirt that night. Schmiergen. The only weirdo (laughs) that would take a picture of... My future wife, we'd been dating for almost two years at that point, and he sends me <laughs> this picture, and you couldn't see any, and Lisa, like, a, she's the classiest human being on the earth. Do you still but love that picture? You, it, she was just drenched, and she had a big on smile on her face, and she just cowgirled up, and all I could think was, man, my, my, my girlfriend's a, a bad A. And all Justin, all Justin could think about was that she... Was the boner of the week? No, the boner of the month. Boner of the month. Excuse me. Excuse well, me. How would you feel if I took a picture of Ashley when she was soaking wet and sent that to you, and I was like, "Boner of the week." Boner of the month. Boner. I, I would actually. I. You know what? It's. I wouldn't be I offended like at this. all. I don't. I'd be okay. proud of because, that because I, I thought I it was disrespectful. Be, I want no. I want guys to. I like when guys check out my wife. Okay, but it's here's a compliment. Here's the deal. Means your wife's hot. No, here's I get the deal. That, but still, it was if she if it was just a picture of her, but it's like she's soaked from head to toe. But it was her. Tommy Boy. Yeah, well, you didn't specify that it was Tommy. I shouldn't Boy. have to tell you that. I'm honestly not going to send a picture. Of what about wife. all the emojis that you sent me of the <laughs> kiwi or of the the eggplant or whatever it is yeah. and the strong arm? What did that mean? What did that Yikes. mean, Rump? Yeah, what's that mean? calcium <laughs> but you guys gotta admit every the three of us here and we've been hammered we the emojis could have been left off maybe that's what maybe that's what angered me well like he just got, a bit too much he got a little weird, bit he I got anthony got weird about it and which was weird because like i don't feel like i could make anthony mad <laughs> you be, didn't make me mad i was disappointed i mean i've made out with his sister okay and he didn't get mad at that all right, moving on. <laughs> no, All right, no, can it, we go to break or something? No, can we on, change the in conclusion, no. I want to say this. The crazy thing about rodeo people is this. Um, we forgive each sometimes other. Sometimes we end yeah. up, it don't matter like what you do, sometimes rodeo people end up with hot chicks. Lisa, Miss Rodeo America, yeah. super hot. Yeah. Whitney, awesome chick, yep. super hot, way hotter than you. Ashley, what the hell is she thinking? Like, yeah. Like I'm a solid six point five. She and popped yeah. out three of you. Yeah. Hey, but since I'm a funny the... clown, that actually bumps me up to a seven two. It's our personalities. Yeah, it has to be. Well, it, us. You were di- you're you're different. You're we're big well, boys. If I'm not careful, and you're dark complected. Oh yeah. He's he's Italian. Italian stallion. His skin is olive. You know what? Uh, they actually am, got married at our wedding venue. Yes. And uh, it was awesome. So uh, awesome. So Whit and I, uh, at her dad's place, we got married out there. 
Anthony and Lisa got married out there. Uh, Western uh, Rakowski's uh, sister, uh, Brittany, got married out there. <laughs> no, it's all right. Hold on. That'll go away. There you go. Sorry. It happened. Yeah, she got married out there. What, what? So, <laughs> it um, sounded like something. Yeah, it's a, it's a little inner ear thing. So, anyway, yeah, uh, they got married out there, and it was awesome. It was, um, <laughs> y'all, it was 450 people. Yeah. Holy shit. And we cut our guest list in half. Before we did it, and people four hundred and fifty people. Yeah, now, this is a thank God it's an eight thousand square foot building. Oh man, but it doesn't matter. That's and it was it was a lot. It was a and it was bit. hot. It was hot. <laughs> but then there, it cooled off at the end of the night. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it that's turned what out being, happens. When we the were. Sun goes I down. guarantee you. I guarantee you. I was more nervous than you were that day. Uh yeah, well, maybe not. You, but I was you were close. sweating as much as Jersey Jake was, and I've never seen you sweat that much. And Jersey was nervous for me, I, and so because I was sweating so much because I was actually doing physical labor. You were, and, Jer- and Jersey, Jersey is your hand bone. Yeah, Jersey's my Jersey's yeah. my best friend. He was my best man at my wedding. He's awesome. He's a good dude. But I do have to give props to to Hambone real quick. I, I'm just gonna give him a little bit of a compliment. Hambone saved us on so many levels, like just helping out and being there for us. But more importantly, our DJ didn't show up for the wedding. <laughs> and, of course, you know me. I'm going to have scripted music. It's oh. going to be Jersey cut it all how I wanted it. Lisa approved. We yeah. loved it. Uh, and and Hambone didn't have to. He's just the wedding venue guy. Stepped in, hooked his laptop Ooh. up. And I was nervous. Played music. Hey, and Anthony we, yelled at me at rehearsal. I did. I did. You're a dick for doing. No, that. He, it was awesome. And then Dale was, Brisby, why'd you? Yeah, me why and did Dale you yell? Dale, Hold on. Why did you yell at my friend? First off, it wasn't. I don't yell. That's not. That's not my. You just said I yelled at him. I said, I said Hambone, and then I clapped. Yeah. I did. said please. I was like, <laughs> I said Hambone. I get. Just, we're all having fun right now, but this is rehearsal. We got one shot to do this tomorrow. We don't have a second performance. I got, a lot of people say the first performance is dress rehearsal. I don't believe that. And especially as I get married tomorrow, you're going to do this the right way. Yeah, I got a win-win for the Gipper speech. <laughs> and he did wow. great. That's why I'm a, te- I'm a terrible wedding DJ. No, you're not. I oh, yes, wait. he is. I don't, I don't do. You don't want to be associated as a wedding The last time DJ. I DJed a wedding, like not, not a ceremony, like yeah. a wedding, I was outside smoking cigarettes drunk <laughs> and the music ran out. I, I DJed at your wedding. of honor. I DJed for a while. Did, wait, rewind. Made out with the weight of honor. It the, was like back the weight like, of modern. Made of honor. My day to day to. Is that the it was weight like of modern? Like, it was my wedding, Mark Travis's wedding. It was like back in like oh five. I mean, Whitney 16. was still in high school, so whatever. Hey, how about us so, getting young ladies to be our wives? Yeah. How how? What's the age difference? Two years. Two years. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Seven Wait, years on no, my end. Not two years, four years. So when you For were sakes. when you were seven, you were in first grade when yeah. Lisa was born. Yeah, I was there actually. You know, I Wait, I gave. Up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> my brother, my brother, the wife. first baby I ever delivered. It kind of it's it was awesome. <laughs> my oh brother's. My uh, it was way gooier than I expected it. Yeah, okay. you get, you got to tell about Andy. <laughs> so my brother, the best <laughs> speech ever. My brother's <laughs> wife is 12 years younger than him. So wow. I, I I I never I'm. You know, I'll get on the microphone, and then I never write anything down, and, like, sometimes it's ha-ha funny, and yeah. then I don't, like, quit. Keep, like, okay, that's enough, and then, you know, Whitney will be like, okay, hang yeah. on, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually wrote things down for my when I was best man at okay. my brother's wedding. So I'm giving this speech, and I knew I had a ringer, and I came up with it that morning. Dang. So I said, 
you know, love has no bounds. And that's the case here with my brother and Rachel. You know, I'm sure when my brother was walking down the aisle to receive his high school diploma, he had no idea his bride was going into kindergarten that next fall. <laughs> Burn. Winner. Yeah. That's that's almost Mind as bad drop. as Tommy Joe's. But it was but it was great. It was even better because oh, this is so funny. Like her maid of honor, nice gal, but her 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 speech was awful. And uh I'm sitting there and I'm leaning over to Wit and I go, I'm gonna smoke this chick. <laughs> you did. Like it, was complete, it was a complete You owned com- her. It was a complete competition. You, you won. Anyway, I don't know what you but, won, but uh, you definitely won. No, that won. was a that was a, it was a beautiful wedding. That was a lot of fun. And, t- tell what Tommy Joe said. Oh, Tommy. When he did I'm his not gonna get into all that, but what I am gonna say <laughs> is I've never wanted to I love my brother. Tommy Joe's been next to my dad, it's, the biggest it's influence Tommy Joe. in my life. However, However, Tommy Joe gets on a little bit of red wine. Gets pretty, uh, pretty Tommy rambunctious. Joe, Tommy Joe was dancing through the night. Like he was. I've hey, never seen. He Tommy was. Joe he lit. was in my wedding video more than I was because of his <laughs> dancing. He was lit. Is Tommy Joe a good dancer? Uh no. I mean, yeah, no. It depends on what you define as good. Like fun. Like you want to stand on the side and watch him because it's a spectacle. Absolutely. But he does have some moves. Donna, his wife, always tells me that back in the day. When they'd go dancing, he would just, the dance floor would clear out, and he'd be dancing with everybody, spinning them around, just a complete Rico Suave. Rico. Remember that song? There's no way you have that. Let's go to Brank. Yeah. I could use a gold buckle beer. Gold buckle beer. This is another one of Anthony's where he'd really build that loop up. Yep. Start small. Green cheese. From the size of Oklahoma all the way to Texas. From the valleys to the mountains and everything in between, let's cook a peach cobbler. When we come back, more Rump Chat. Has ever said that to you, Rump? So, what part of the act was this? This is whenever I grab my favorite kind of rope. It's a rope that you could rope a bull, a calf, a horse, or a steer, and maybe even a pretty girl on a Saturday night in Fort Worth, Texas. You know that Bobby Kerr got arrested for roping a chick? <laughs> <laughs> I never uh, actually roped a chick, but he roped a chick at A and W uh, and got arrested. So did he really? It was a rub chat. He told us that. Remember? Sorry, I've been drinking Gold Buckle beer. Oh man, God. new Gold hey. Buckle Light. Gold Buckle Light's coming out. We're gonna get uh, some samples of that here in a few days. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty awesome. First this is time, just the this is just the diesel. First time I had a Gold Buckle beer was at the Cinch Saloon. Yeah, and it was. Phenomenal. So we kind of went over this at the finals. I kind of got up in a soapbox. Like people were like comment, like, "Why are you a national sponsor of Pro Rodeo when you're not? You know, you can't get it everywhere and all this stuff." And, and like, and I, my message to those people is like, "Listen, yeah, this is a company putting millions into yeah. rodeo. Shut your effing mouth." And because it's not only it's just helping rodeos. Yeah. And circuit finals now have more money because Trust of me. them. I just worked the circuit and finals. And we love- got more money because. Of their sponsorship. And it's just like, it's companies want to put money. And that's where I, 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 I've always said with the PBR, 
you want to spend money? Here it is. Yep. You know, or NASCAR. Yeah. O'Reilly, Napa. You see it all. Yeah. You want you want to spend the money? Come on. Well, and the thing about it is, it's only helping. Gold buckle beer. You think Wrangler's always been the Wrangler that it is today? You think in 1996, Cinch was what it is today? Have they been innovating Western wear as we know it every single year since then? Absolutely. But you got to start somewhere. Coors. They're great. Absolutely. Donna, love great Donna Keffler. Love, love Coors. I still drink Coors Light. Yeah. it's. I mean, I love Coors but Light. They haven't drink it always all day been, long if I want to. But they haven't always been where they are today. you got to start somewhere. And, and, and if they're willing to put hundreds of thousands of dollars in professional rodeo, Bring it on. Right? And it ain't hurting right. nobody. Nope. It's only okay, helping everybody. Sorry. Soapbox off. Yeah. Let's go. No, but that's right. What is a soapbox? I didn't get a harump from that guy over there. Harump from there the rump. What is I a soapbox? I didn't get a harump out of Webster. Where did go. that come from? Explain that to me. Well, actually, 1946, uh, soap used to be delivered to individual families in their front door in a box. Uh, the box was made of wood, and it was about eight <laughs> inches tall. And so sometimes when one of the family members wanted to address the rest of the family about issues they were having, this is true. No, listen. They would listen. bring in the soapbox and they'd Learn flip something. it over and the head family member would stand on it like a pedestal to explain to the hey. rest of the family the problems that they were trying to confront. You also told me that the Golden Gate Bridge, when we were at the Cow Palace this last year, you when we drove by there, you said it was built by the Washonka Indians in the early 1500s. So nothing, and I don't even know if that's an actual thing. So I'm not trusting any kind of historical information that's Actually, coming out of your mouth because he, you also told me that diversity was an old, old wooden ship. Diversity is an old. And old I googled ship. that, and that's not what it no, is. No, it actually um, is. Actually, what's Mil- Milwaukee mean? Milwaukee. <laughs> it's an old Algonquin <laughs> word. This is true. If you've oh, never listen, watched Wayne's World, <laughs> this is true. Go ahead. What's Mil- Milwaukee mean? Milwaukee certainly had its fair share of visitors. And really? Own, and Anthony. Okay. It's actually pronounced Milwaukee, which is an old Algonquin word that means abundance. <laughs> I did not know. Does this uh, guy know how to party or what? <laughs> no, my God. You are so, so does, full of it. That's he, why his shoes stink so bad. Yeah. Because oh. he's full of it. I still smell his socks. I don't know about you guys. But every this once one in a while, I get a whip. lot of purrs. That's worse than the generator gas in the back Justin of Justin Rumford's entire being smells like a feedlot. I, I shower a lot. Ask Webster's. Uh, you are, took one shower. <laughs> you've <laughs> taken one, one shower. shower. I, I shower today. Exactly, and you just worked a two and a half hour perf. God, it doesn't matter. You're busted. You haven't even showered today. Yeah, did I shower? You have not showered. You know how I can tell you haven't showered because your hair. If you you had showered in the building, anything on you, lying. This is not about me. I've made out with Anthony's sister. Okay, and I am not my sister, and I'm not touching any part of your body. I am way more strong in the head. Your wife lay next to you. I'm clean as can be. Ashley, if you're listening to this, I God. respect you so much I don't, for what you go but through. But here's the thing. When you're rodeoing and you're buddying up, like, we're with a bunch of guys. We're rodeoing. We're fighting bulls. That doesn't negate human cleanliness. Yeah. Just because it your wife's not here minutes. doesn't mean that you shouldn't shower. Like, I feel crummy I if do I don't shave. Shower. I, I sh- By I, the way, your your goatee coming in nicely. <laughs> It's only taken. I grew a yeah, huge mustache for uh, tough so I shaved wedding. it a while back, and Whitney did not like it at all. 
Really? And you know how sweet she is, oh. and he's not going to lie to you. She's sweeter she than would, candy canes she on just, Christmas. She looks at me and just gives you that look, and yeah. you know, like, she didn't hardly kiss me. It was weird. Like, I couldn't wait to grow so my So mine's my the opposite. Back. I grew a beard after the NFR. Because you did I didn't grow have, a beard. Yeah, I did. I'll show you well, the picture. It's fun not to shave for a while. A strong beard. Is it patchy like Webster's face? No, Webster's. Webster can't grow a beard. Well, Webster looks like a mangy coyote. It's terrible. <laughs> I would. I, I was going to say something, but I think you nailed it. <laughs> Anyways, my wife hates facial hair on me. Hates it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, I know, but I, I just I get a little round. Would you call face. that the flavor saver? Is that what they call it? Oh, that? my God. What are they? Her dad listens to okay. this. I'm talking Can about you... saving like gravy from your mashed potatoes. Oh. What in the world? You are know. a sick golly. Have you never been to Who Hot? <laughs> oh, we ought to go. I we, do. Well, there's a who hot here. There's who hot. Who's hot? <laughs> who hot's awesome. We are derailing. And no, this it's rump is, chat. This we are we completely do. rump <laughs> chat right now. Okay, so let's get back on point a little Where bit. Where were we going to go? We were talking about the wedding's done. Yep. We talked about Lisa. Mm-hmm. Now what are we going to talk about? And just for the record, Lisa, everybody always says it, and I've started to agree with it. Boyd even said it literally at the PBR at Denver when I was doing TV with Kobe Yates. And Boyd and I, that's one thing I heard Boyd say. He's like, he way out punted his coverage. You did. I'm like, I know I did. But goal. here's my, let me. In, in Do this, you ever want to go, man, I'm going to marry that girl because she's uglier than me. Yep. How did, exactly. How did you and Lisa get together? I'll tell you. I was at Austin, Texas. You were there. I was team roping. And we went to the 100X Club across the way. Free, free Natty Light <laughs> back in the day. And, uh. I was in there with my team roping partner. It was my birthday weekend. It was a beautiful sunny day in Austin, Texas. And I was standing there having my third, maybe fourth, Natty Light draft, just preparing for the headache that was to come. Yeah. And this girl walked in. Were you in Sykeston? This girl walked in. I saw her. Then talked to her because I had had my fifth Natty Light. And I was a bit nervous because she was way hotter than I should talk to. So we go in and we watch uh, Turnpike Troubadours. Great band. I went in there, stood on the back of the chutes. Great Lisa band. walks up. I didn't know her name was Lisa at that point. I had two 40s. <laughs> one in each hand. I'm not two 40s of, of natural light. <laughs> Hello, love. I got some to-go beer from the 100X Club. Walked back across there. Lisa walked up on the back of the chutes, and the best thing that I could come up with was this. I looked at her, and I looked her square in the eye, and I said, we should conversate. And I smiled oddly at her, and you know oh what she my said? God. She looked at me with extremely judgy eyes and said, no chance. Walked by me. And that is how I met my wife. Wait, if she said no, oh, stop the music. That is a shitty story. No, because the best part of the story, so I... After I got my dreams crushed, thinking I was going to be able to talk to this beautiful woman, went back to the 100X Club, started doing a little boot scooting. Turned by Troubadours. Yeah. Thought Lisa was there with her boyfriend. I'm like, oh, that's why she turned me down. She's got a boyfriend. So, funny story. Sorry. I end up going and talking to her. I'm like a little more courageous at this point than the evening. After 240s of natural, <laughs> that's going to happen. Oh, natural. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. The, the beer of Missouri. Yeah. Oh. Well, Lee Sykeston. <laughs> and uh, so I get the courage to go back and talk to her, and I, and I bebop up there, and I say, hey, this guy that you're with, that's your boyfriend? She goes, no, 
That's my friend's boyfriend, but my friend was, her friend was Miss Rodeo Austin at the time. Not allowed to have boyfriends, so her boyfriend was hanging out with Lisa. And then it was like green light go, and I started talking to her. We talked for like an hour. What'd you talk I, about? Yeah. Ugh, I don't I don't. Did remember it get better fully. than your come online about it, it, conversating? Let's well, conversate. I thought that that was. I couldn't uh, even have gotten that out after four forties of well, Natty Light. Conversate. Old dad. Old dad makes his living talking now, so you got to know I'm a pretty good talker. Ooh. And uh, anyways, and so I don't remember what we talked old about. Old dad, he says. Well, old uncle cousin. Uh, I don't remember what we talked about, but I do remember that. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. We can edit it out. So there was another girl in there that was running at me pretty hard. I and bet I was, she was. And I was, uh, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm just here with my guy friends. I had my eyes on Lisa. This girl goes, hey, do you have horses here? Matter of fact, I do. And uh, I said, I'm about to go water them. She said, I'm going to come with you. Uh-oh. There it is. That's where it so, happens. That's where it happens. Okay. Anyways, so we go water my horses. Well, Lisa sees me leave with this girl, and she automatically assumes the absolute worst, right? So we go water my horses. This girl ends up leaving with Chet Johnson. Oh. In the stalls, she's watching me. I'm like, I carried two buckets of water, and I was doing curls with him, thinking I was super oh, cool, going to impress this girl. No. Chet comes out and goes, hey. I don't remember what her name was. It's like, let's go. And she just, gone. Yep, you lost old Smiley. So then there, and, and I love Chet Johnson. Yeah, but who hasn't made out with Chet Johnson? Hell, I have. I love Chet. I can honestly say I have not. It doesn't matter. Not bad. Go ahead. Anyways. It's okay. It's not odd. So I go back in there. He makes it cool. There's no Lisa. And I'm like, son of a gun. This just. The one that got I'm away. Night ruined. We're driving home the next day. And I get a friend request from who? Lisa Lagashar. Game over. Yep. Because she wouldn't have, you knew right then, because obviously, think about it, she wouldn't have done anything like that yeah, if she I, was creeped out by you, which no. most women would have. And I don't mean this weird, but like. I don't. Want to conversate? I wonder no, what. I didn't say it like that. That's how you would say it. I said, hey, you and I should conversate. And I don't mean this weird, but like, I wonder what Lisa thought. Like, oh, man. Do you want to call her? No, no, she's a, she's asleep. I just but told like her bullshit. I, I, I swear on the Bible. Well, let's wake her up. I nope. kind of like Anthony mm. Lucia. So funny story. The first time we met, I'm sure she did a six research. years before that. She did six years before that. I trick roped in Mount Pleasant, Texas, at a Preford. I was sponsored by yep. Preford yep. Yep. Rodeo and Ranch Equipment. They had their yearly gathering, whatever. So I'm trick roping. My dad couldn't make it. That's why I went. My dad got sick, couldn't take the dog and the monkey, and he's like, "Well, here you go." Here's here's Anthony. They were like, oh, sweet. We didn't get the dog this and the monkey. This sucks. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. So I pull a rodeo queen out of the out of the crowd, and I'm going to do this bullwhip thing. You know, we've all seen it. Like, hold it in your arms and whatever. Like, just trying to create a 15-minute type show. Yeah. Super hokey, what super Ryder stupid. Does. Guess who that girl was six, I think it was six or seven years before that. It was Lisa. We had met in Mount Pleasant, she was Miss Rodeo Mount Pleasant, Sheriff's Posse, whatever it was. And she, because after we started talking, she's like, I think I met you at Mount Pleasant. I'm like, nope, never been there. She's like, no, you came to the Preford deal. And I was like, oh. She's like, I was the queen. And I said, what? What? 
And that's how cool God is because a guy like me wow. should have never got a girl like Lisa. And, and I, think, I thank God every day for her. I think it's true. And I think if we put a, a uh, something on our, our rub chat Instagram that most people would agree that Lisa is too hot for you. Well, I think if we put all of our wives next to us. Um, however, Boot Barn did approach us and uh, we did a big campaign for Boot Barn and uh, Cinch uses me in their catalogs. Well, have if, you been? Have you? You're Cinch and Dorsey, right? Yes. Have you ever been in their catalogs? Nope. Uh, there's not a big call for husky so. <laughs> models. Uh, well, Arena Flex to the extreme. I've been with Cinch I mean, for these, nine these, years. You know, if Boot Barn wants to get in on, you know, over a hundred thousand downloads, it's whatever. Hey, I mean, it's up to I them. got the it's... people. Boot Barn is absolutely awesome. We did it such a fun show. Justin Josie was in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got him in that, and then Ryder Kisner. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was neat. They wanted an old-school rodeo clown and to kind of embody like my dad, and then I had Ryder come in. They wanted to embody like my trick-roping time of my life, so, and they uh, put it all together, and Lisa, and it was just awesome. So, you know when you go into a boot barn, and you put on, and you go into the uh, dressing room? Oh, gosh. And you put something okay, on? Okay, Bobby T. And this is what you hear. Show me what you got, baby! <laughs> <laughs> and then you step out to show you like your friend that's with you? Lady! And gentlemen, mm -hmm. yeah, and then you buy some Bobby T beef jerky. How often did Bobby T, when Strand Smith or even Stetson Vest were in the box, does he tell the story every time you go into a dressing room at your local Western store, Boot Barn? Oh, you look on that wall and there's a pair of eyes looking back at you. It's it's this man in the back they of the box all, right all, now. All you roadie announcers say this guy's a model. He ain't modeled nope. in years. Don't say that. Get over Stetson. it. Nope. Sure yeah. don't. Stetson Vest? Yeah. He could probably still model. They still model That's for Wrangler. news. Uh, we, don't, we don't talk about that on here. Because we are Did all... Did I say it, that? We call it Wangwa. <laughs> Stranglers. <laughs> Stranglers. <laughs> oh. But yeah. besides your announcing, you're yeah. doing TV now for... Yeah. The PBR Ride Pass. Yeah, CBS You've got did a two CBS ton shows. of stuff going on, and it is awesome. Like, you're busier than we, most dudes. You're busier than... almost. I would say almost everybody. I mean... Where are you? What's your schedule? Okay, where'd you come from, Ugh. and where are you going? Okay, so we're in Denver. You just where were you? I finished. I had twelve days off between the Velocity Finals, the World Finals, and before I had to go to the NFR. Uh, went to the NFR seventeen days. I was off exactly thirteen days before I went to Oakland, California, PBR Velocity event there. Went home for two days. Flew to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, for the first Ram Frontier. First Frontier Circuit yep. Finals. Announced that. And flew from there to Denver, did three nights of PBR here for PBR Ride to Glory on Ride TV. I fly from here to Portland, Oregon for another PBR inside the Resch Center, I believe. And that's uh, where the Trailblazers play. It's a really yeah. cool event. Uh, and then I go home for four days. And then every, and I, and I'm, and I say this not boastfully, but thankfully, I, I have every weekend booked until the second week of May. It's awesome. And and it's it's all because of Ride TV and PBR and PRCA events. I get to go to the George Paul and Del Rio. Yeah, um, I've worked that's at what, it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's such a fun event. I'm I'm so thankful for for that opportunity. And you think of the guys that have been there before me. It, it's just it's it's a humbling. And the the TV stuff has been awesome. I love announcing. I love announcing pro rodeos. Every once in a while, I get well, to announce a PBR, and it's just it's just fun. Yeah, I mean. You, you know, your passion is in rodeo. Yeah. That's where your life is. Yeah. But PBRs and, and Ride Pass and all that, and Ride TV has is, is opened up a lot of opportunities for you. And that's yeah. what it's 
It's awesome. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so happy for you. I never thought that I would get to do CBS network shows bringing rodeo to the fans until last year on and, CBS. And you got yeah, and, and there's, I got to and do there's it more twice. To, 2020 could be a it's a really big yeah. year for but, for Yeah, AL. But, but what's more stressful, okay? Is it more stressful to announce a rodeo and to put everything together or is TV better cuz you do both and you do a lot. It's not like you do Oh, you got a little TV gig on the side, like yeah. <laughs> you you uh, are doing a lot of TV, yeah. and a lot of announcing. So, like, if you compare them side to side, what is easier? Um, not more fun uh, or something you enjoy more, but easier. So entertaining comes because of my dad and because of my family. Entertaining because I grew up in it comes more naturally to me. Okay, so announcing rodeos is quote unquote, and I'm doing air quotations easier simply because when you get the immediate reaction from an audience whether mm -hmm. you whether you're telling a story of a contestant whether it's you're you're taking them through a, a complete journey in our in our game of rodeo to me that's easier for me because I'm so passionate about rodeo and the people of it yeah. and telling those stories and, and entertaining and deriving a reaction from an audience whether it's something funny whether it's a, an intense moment where you're building up a guy that has the opportunity to win the event or you're building up a great matchup you're building up a, a comeback story those to me come easier when you're on tv it is so fast and it is so highly produced that you you can't mess up well yeah and 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 on TV, you're talking to me sitting in the trailer, watching it in my sweatpants. Yeah. You're not announcing life. So you, you have to talk to the audience more uh, in a different cadence. Yes. In a different way. You're not, you know, pumping them, you know, right. let's go. Yep. You know, it's, 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 you're, you're talking to people sitting at home. Yeah. So it's a complete different way to announce. Right. You know, so you got to be able to, to, to do that. And that's why some, I, I've heard on, you know, on other, things where guys are announcing it like they're in-house it's like whoa brother <coughs> sorry you can't do first that. drink in two weeks it's okay yeah Golly. so it's you know you it's it's a complete different ball game yeah you know you're, you're 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 you know herb street and fowler you know yeah. you're talking to the people not 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 but I you're think not selling it i think is that, is that make, you're am i making it, sense but you're selling it in a different way yeah it's you have to literally change sense. your brain your brain completely to when you do TV, I still have the same energy, the same passion. That's one of the, I feel like that's one of the reasons that that I've been able to do the different things that I've done because I have such a an energy where I I love if it's a Western sport, and I know you guys make fun of that. We do, but we it's a Western sport rodeo PBR. If you are competing on the back of an animal, if you paid your entries to be there, and you're laying it all out on the line, is team pinning a Western sport? I, yeah. Is mutton bust in the Western sport? Seems like it. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to know where uh, where I'm at. In all of anyways, if <laughs> I am, you're such a. It's what we do. We really ruin people's mojo. You no, had no, it going no, no, no. You anyway. You're not ruining anything. No, you're, but you're, what I'm saying is, is you just have to approach it differently. Whenever I'm announcing an event, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one with an audience. Right. I'm Boyd. Boyd explained it the best many years ago. He said, "I'm sitting in the audience." next to a group of people that I've never met before. And it's my job to explain to them about Nick Guy, used to be from Minnesota, now in Colorado. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, now from Colorado. I'm explaining to them about Sage Kimsey, 
working to do one of the most unprecedented things that's ever been done, trying to beat eight gold buckles, and has won a world title every single year in his professional career. I'm explaining those stories because our sport is such a unique sport where they're, they don't get, there's not a set roster. They don't get the publicity. They don't get the media coverage that they need. So it's our duty as an announcer, as a TV broadcaster, to not only educate our audiences about our sport and the people of it, but to entertain them. And it's two different forms of entertainment, but they all work hand in hand. And, and that's where that's where I'm at. That's awesome. Well, <clears throat> going back to what we first started, all these announcers, you know, that have been doing this forever, the Tallmans and the Corleys and the Paul Hamas and all those guys, you know, this is created this T V has created another avenue for you to provide oh. help provide a life yeah, for you absolutely. and Lisa. Make a good living. And, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's it's nothing but great. It's just spreading it's it's awesome. I you know. It, it it's really, good. It's good for everybody. It's it is absolutely spectacular because literally I I do forty shows a year with the PBR and for Ride T V and, and their their other stuff that they're doing. And then I still get to announce rodeos. I still get to announce these different events and be a part of different things. I still get to compete because I think yeah. it's do, so. Anthony is a hell of a team roper. A hell of a team roper. The like last... if he wanted, if Anthony wanted to, if he said, you know what, screw it, Ugh. I'm yeah. going to the NFR. I'm going to roll. He could do it. I yeah. guarantee he could. But I he's, but he's, you know, obviously he's chosen his path. But I, I mean, like... when Ryan Motes, you know, <laughs> we we all live, we live in Weatherford, and Ryan Motes. Lives in Weatherford. When when you got a guy like Ryan Motes, because hey, can you come over and you know spin me twenty heads? You know he's You're not desperate. he's not calling me. <laughs> just, yeah. Ryan Motes don't call you. <laughs> no, it kind of pisses me off because I really like Motes. I saw him tonight, and and he's I'm, a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, but I told Anthony because we were talking about before Anthony's arena, and I'm like, but listen, yeah, you know, brother, I like to drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you like to play some tunes with your buddy Rope. We don't and drink beer at Motes until we're all set. Yeah, down. see, there, but yeah. but that's his that's his career, He's you know. But but that's what I'm saying like that's I'm a I'm a for fun team roper. Yeah, me too. And I'm pretty good at it. Now I've I've heard that you're actually exceptionally well. I've not heard that from anybody else but you. But I have heard that. Hey, talk to Eric <laughs> Rogers. Oh, okay. Oh. Hey, Garth Brooks told me to never drop names. Eric Rogers. <laughs> we wrote one in San Angelo, and he's. <laughs> You entered the rodeo I, with him? I pantyhose this stair. He come out there, one-two barbecue, and we just... <laughs> one-two barbecue is I think... referring to people having sex with Amish chicks. <laughs> oh, what? That's right, yeah. Um, I think you meant rock them, suck them, you double hawk Rock em, No, I didn't double hawk I pantyhose that bitch. You got them around where the bull bucks and the calf sucks. And then, so I did, I no, I roped two in a row. <laughs> this is funny, I roped two in a row, and I actually really good, like, pulled it out of my ass. And then my brother gets out his phone. He's like, "Man, I'm gonna start recording." Never caught yeah. another one. Guess who didn't miss everyone? Jr. Rupp for Corey Petzka. I thought you were up with Jade. No, he, when I caught he fell off for Iowa. Jade. He missed for I caught for uh, uh, Bueller. Jeremy Bueller. Jeremy Bueller. Yeah, and missed for Jade. Yeah, it's no big deal. Like, I bet Bueller. That's a good picture though. Tonight. Did you see that picture that it was on social media? That's actually good. He's got the old hands crossed. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that's a De Niro cult he's on to? Oh, really? Do you, do you know Holy how hard it cow. is? It was, I've never even gotten close cult. enough to a De Niro coat. Those horses make my mouth water. Yeah, that was like, and it was, I guess not really cold. It was 
what was a four or five year old. Well, if Petska or Sherry has them, by the time they're four, they're ready. Yeah. Here's well, the if they Those put two that are big hands, that, and, 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 and Rump can ride. No, I mean all bullshit aside, but still, this Just is a narrow bred colt. But on my defense, let's see here. I'm better thirty thousand dollar. I'm yeah, better than most people, and worth every cent. I'm a better team rapper than most. Okay, and here's why. My favorite team roper, of course, is... T-Woman. Jade Corkle. Jake. Did you Corkle? say Jake Corkill? Jade. Jade. And Nick Sartain, those guys. But like, I seen you and Sartain do a man hug tonight. I love that. And I was like, Nick's oh badass. my God. But here's the deal. Here's what makes it so much harder when I team rope. When I team rope with Corey It's hard to Petska, find the saddle horn. I had to... I was in his saddle. I literally <laughs> had like to rope... It's like a 13. <laughs> yeah, because they, they get them size smaller to keep them to the front. I roped, pulled my belly know. up dallied let my belly down which kind of locked in the the hey, dally matt zancanella is a bigger guy he never had any trouble yeah it's true i'm sure he wasn't riding Corey petska's saddle there's a good possibility yeah. he wasn't <laughs> so, he was riding not. a 1994 ustrc open champion who is saddle. your what rodeo clown is the best team roper you've ever met <laughs> Keith Isley, hands down. You know why? Because oh. Keith Isley roped with my wife in either St. Paul or no Bremerton. They this is how awesome my wife is, and and this seems like just a smooth We're talking show. Team rope here. No, trust me, my wife can team rope. She's one. She she's just she's just amazing. I don't. Anyways, okay. So we've, we've given Lisa her forty five minutes. No, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but she just impresses me so much. In Bremerton, Washington, they're like Randy Corley. Hey, Lisa. In our game of rodeo, I <laughs> like to welcome. Lisa, right. I know you're a second-generation uh, talent, and we're here in Bremerton with all these great rodeo fans. Do you think that you being our Miss Rodeo America could get on that horse <laughs> and show all these cowboys how the ladies like to rope? Oh, my God. Ah, you forgot that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm ah. just kidding. I love you. I love you, RC. You're my hero. We all love Anyways. him, but we make fun of everybody here. No, I'm not making fun of he you. He looked at my thong once. I saw that video. That was, that was phenomenal. So anyway, go Anyway, uh, so he asked Lisa. He's like, can you run the extra? We Because it's over a busy time of the year. Team Ropers turned out. They had like two Team Ropers. They needed to like fill the rodeo. She's like, yeah. You got something for me to ride? One of the pickup men's like, yeah, I got this horse. Pickup horse, we've headed on him a little bit. Split reins, no glove, borrows a pickup man's rope, which you know isn't going to be like a full-quality classic rope that we all like to use. Keith Isley has his horse there. They make a qualified run, and it was the fastest run of the pro rodeo performance. My wife runs down there, gets him around the neck, and then Keith Isley rolls around there, just beautiful, big, open Keith's swing. a good hand. Keith actually helped teach me how to trick rope when I was a little kid. He had a big hand in that. He was I, I'm a big fan of Keith. Keith's amazing. Heals the steer, loses his rope, but anyways. Keith Isley, hands down, best team roper. Yeah, I, I, I kind of got to agree with that. Matt Tarr. I ran the extra right. with Matt Tarr. Name your top five rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith Isley, Matt Tarr, Matt Merritt. I watched him turn steers. Webster was there. Him and Frank Newsom never roped before and turned every steer that he went out there he didn't. It was a bit rough. It was a bit rough, but he still did it. So that's top three. Uh, Frank Newsom, does he count? No, uh, clown, not bullfighter. Frank Newsom. Um, so let's see here. So we got Matt, Matt Merritt. Matt Matt Merritt's third. Yeah. We got Keith Isley, Matt Tar, Matt Merritt. Um, 
Robbie Hodges, I've seen him rope. Bullshit. No. I saw Come Robbie bullshit. Hodges. I saw Robbie Hodges rope a bull at a PBR off the shark cage. So that's four. Robbie's four. Uh, John Harrison, he's fifth. Yeah. John Harrison trick rope as being lowered out of the rafters of the Thomas and Mac. John Harrison could if 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 you could teach a rope to talk, John Harrison could do it. All right, that's good. That's good oh crap! Did I forget? Oh, I'm sorry. Sosby, Sosby also. I've seen him rope before, and you I'm see. my bad rump. I know I saw your that look on your face. How about music directors that can rope? Josh Hambo and Hilton. Bull, what? Yep. Jersey. This is crap. My buddy Jersey Jake. Richard, Jersey can't. I rope once shit. threatened to I punch bet. him in the mouth. Richard he, Jones can rope too. Oh yeah. Oh, Dick Jones can Dick do Jones. anything. Richard Jones that, can rope. The, that's the Swiss Army knife. Hey, yes. Well, Richard My doesn't seem friend. like he's that old, and he's a grandfather. He, he's he's a grandfather well. to a few of them. To a few little babies. He, but it was all, he, he, he had was, a grandchild during the PBR. He did. I don't deal. Indy. I, I don't. Did I, you know that? Deal with Richard. You know, he, yeah. he's does PR. You know, PBR stuff, and so and so. But he texted me and, and told me uh, when I had Gus. Yeah. When we had Gus, and he's like, "Welcome to fatherhood. He's the greatest thing." And uh, Richard. My own a good mother dude. didn't text me on my wedding day. You know who did? Richard Jones. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know who else didn't text me on my wedding day? J.R. Rumford. J.R. Rumford. Well, because they didn't care. I mean. Were you invited? Oh, no, yes. I wasn't invited. I oh, were you one of those 450 no. people invited? Yes. No, nope. he just was. Too, Webster, he did, were you he, invited? <laughs> I'm just he, kidding. You dang sure were. It, Don't it's you lie. So, oh, bullshit. See, I hate. It is so hard. We did you this to Webster the other day. It is so you can't invite everybody. I hate that. Yeah, I didn't invite two of my uncles. One I, was on purpose. <laughs> that one uncle that you want to fight? No, I for, I forgot. See, to this is where him. you and I are different. I wish I had uncles. Oh Jesus, um, loves us. Side side note, I was invited. <laughs> I just got what you did. I was invited, and I'm I did. Good. I I'm did want to go. Um, more, no, you had a rodeo, and I get that. I had Jacksonville, Texas for Pete Carr. Yeah, the WCRA really hosed me on that deal because I tried to pick a date where there was going to be nothing over the top of it. And there were so many people. Richard couldn't go because of WCRA. Randy Schmutz. There was yeah. a bunch of people that weren't there's able to only, go. There's only that's co- just and this The thing game. about it is, like, when you rodeo, that's what a lot of people don't understand about Tilden Hooper. About rodeoing full-time, you miss a lot of stuff yeah. because you're rodeoing full-time. I'm like going to be if, gone on my birthday If this you year. book a rodeo two years out, you can't tell that rodeo, hey, I'm going to be a groomsman, especially if it's a good rodeo. Like, it's hard to it's hard to make it work. But this I is missed, how we make I've our living. I've had to tell multiple guys that I grew up with that, no, I couldn't be yeah. in their wedding. I missed my grandpa's funeral. Did that's, you know that? My what? grandpa Davison died, oh. and I couldn't miss it because it was uh, during um, Spanish Fork. That's the and that's the toughest thing that people don't understand because they, your average, normal person that has a ninety five, yeah. when we travel, they're like, oh, those guys just out there having fun, doing whatever. No, this is how we make our living. This is what we do. If we're not gone, when I'm home, you know how much money I make when I'm home, zero dollars. Yeah. But it's good to be home though. Isn't if it? we're oh, not it's moving, great to be home. We, don't we get wish paid. we could do that at Unless home. Unless Jersey yeah. Jake's taking my sound system. Pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. Shout at the devil! <laughs> I gotta tell you about Jersey, okay? We, and like I said, we gotta have Jersey on. Jersey Why? is. Would you stop inviting people that yes. I really no. don't want on? We need to Why talk do you about hate Jersey. Uh, did I say I hate Jersey? You just did. Kinda. Hey, no, Hambone's Jersey's biggest fan next to me. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. Hambone needs a guy yeah, to go to bitch. Albuquerque. 
Hambone calls me, and he goes, hey, is Jersey ready? And I said, yeah. He goes, do you think he can handle Boyd? Because he's going to, Boyd likes things done the right way. He's a perfectionist. And I said, listen, for the last five years of Jersey's life, I have been beating him down and building him up and then beating him down again. And I have chewed his butt so many times. And he goes, so he's ready for Boyd? I said, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Jersey's is so fun. You know what? You can give, you can make fun of Jersey. You know what Jersey did, though, at Pretty Prairie this year? (laughs) Jersey can like combine and shit, too. He's a farmer. Hey, he's a real farmer. He replied on Make a Farmer Famous. He's getting married for like the fifth time. No, shut your mouth. He's getting married for the second time. Second time. Wait, that's his dad. Yeah, his dad. That's (laughs) it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Old Dr. Mick, the (laughs) OBGYM. Or not M. Is it N or M? In. I don't know. OBGYN. I don't have a vagina. Could you tell us about it? Well, that's not what I've heard. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We I are got derailed. that. You, no, are, I, you are a vagina. I do, you don't have a vagina. I do want to tell about Jersey, though. Stinky. The, the funny thing about oh, Pretty Jesus. Prairie was, so he's at Pretty Prairie, Loves which us. is in Reno County, Kansas, which is damn near a hometown rodeo for me, yeah. right? And he knows my style. And he's a good sound man. And so uh, he's going to introduce me when they... After the bareback ride, when we do the introduce the rodeo clown, he's going to play "Shout at the Devil," which is one of my favorite songs. And as a Christian, <laughs> it's not "Shout with the Devil," it's "Shout at, at the, the devil. devil." So I hate when people are like, "Oh, how can you love God and love Motley Crue?" Well, you know what? I do. I love both, and I'm you know. So, but however, some people in the Kansas area don't understand. <laughs> The difference between shout at the devil and shout with the devil. So he's going to play that for my opening. And on that night, my old church group from Abbeville, Kansas. Oh, no. Of a group of 32 <laughs> come to the rodeo and they're like, Randy Corley, all right, let's go to the guy that's going to be entertaining you tonight. Let's and go he- to the hot ride of the night, Justin Rumford. He's your funny man. And then shout, shout. <laughs> Shout, shout at the devil! And everyone's like, oh my God, is that shout? That's exactly how it sounds. You guys are adorable together, by the way. We love Molly Crew. Wow. So I had to, I had to go to the arena with, uh, to shout at the devil with our, with my old church group there. (laughs) But you know, even they should know it's not shout with the devil, it's shout at the devil. Hey, you know what you shout out the devil? In the name of Jesus. Amen, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Mm hmm. So, after it's over, Jersey's like, how'd I do? I'm like, told him about the, the church group and he like he just beat himself up. Yeah. He's man, I shouldn't have been like, no, don't worry about that it. That guy wants to do good more than anybody. Yeah. Richard and, and back to Richard. Dick Jones. Richard about Richard so much. Because I want to say what Dick. he what he taught me many years ago. He said, I want everybody to care as much as I do. Richard cares so much about not only the people that are part of the event, but the people that are watching the event. And that's my literally one of my mottos is I care about the event and what we're doing, and I want everybody around me. Do you know what my motto is? Uh, hang on. Yeah. No. We everybody don't care. Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> yeah. Saw that coming. Anyway, so yeah, so we were there, and uh, it was a 100X Club, some Shania Twain come on, let's go girls. We are not uh, talking <laughs> about, uh, was it the barrel racing? So real quick before we wrap up tonight, I want to, we are. I thought uh, we were going to Wang Chung tonight. Well, we are Wang Chung. You Chung-y. promised me. But one thing that we have in common between you, me, and Hamlin is we have a mutual friend that is a Rump Chat listener 
and an all-around good guy, but we can totally burn because he makes fun of all of us constantly. Who makes fun of me? Reno Rosser. Oh, oh my gosh, he does. Reno. At Cow Palace, so we were. Anyways, with, yeah, but anyways. <laughs> And he's so serious and cynical oh. when he does make fun of us. Does Reno Rosser make fun of you, Anthony, more than anybody? Because he Reno makes fun of me to the point sometimes I feel like crying. The yeah, first year I was oh. at the Cow Palace, Bob Tallman had been there for 30 years. That's a, an immense amount of pressure for a young rodeo announcer to come in after Bobby T. Yeah, that would Who suck. is a legend. Yeah. Because you know that nothing you could do is ever going to equal or come close to who and what Bobby T is. It's Bobby T. It's Bobby T. There's only going to be one. He's like, Boyd said it best, he's like Elvis. Yep. However, there can be other great musicians. Absolutely. But Linda Ronstadt. Elvis, Linda Ronstadt. I don't know. That, it's, it's, what's she she's, up tonight she, in the barrel racing? No, she's pretty awesome. It's a whole other thing. Her backup band, That's was, Winda. The, her backup band was the Eagles, but it's anyway. Whole other thing. It's, it's no big deal. Go ahead. Okay. So Bobby T, Anyways, Cow Palace, go. So in my... I was, guess I was a second-year pro rodeo announcer. I get the Cow Palace, legendary rodeo. It's just awesome. And so I'm doing my very best, and I'm dealing with people going, hey, you're not the announcer. I pull in. Parking guy stops me. Yeah, uh, I'm the announcer. No, you're not. I just need to get in. You got credentials? No, I'm, I'm getting in to get my credentials. First day I'm there. I said, I'm the announcer. No, Bob Tallman's the announcer. You're not the announcer. Sir, uh, Bob's not going to be here this year. I'm the announcer. No, you're not. You're not Santa Claus. <laughs> exactly. So we go through this. So this is what I'm dealing with the moment I step foot oh, inside you of it too. You Daily dr- City. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the hardest thing. Anyway, so immense amount of pressure. But I'm like, you know what? God gave me this ability. God gave me an opportunity. I'm going to be me. I can't be Bob. So I'm going to be Anthony Lucia. All the announcers that try to be Bob or Boyd or Randy or Roger or Wayne or Will or... In Andy or any of these announcers, be yourself because there's only one of you. Soapbox off. Anyways, yeah, can we get on the story, please? Sorry, no, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going through. I'm showing my personality, like I'm, I'm whatever. I think I'm funny sometimes. I, I can tell a story. Get to the barrel race, first performance, going so good. I'm just like, yes, this is it. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for helping me. Get to the barrel race. We're rolling. Everything's going great. This lady comes in on an Appaloosa horse, and I didn't have any really information on her, right? Because I I try to do all my homework. I don't try. I do. Now I do far more than I did when I started so that I have more than I need, whatever. So she comes in. She's on an app. This horse runs a decent pattern, and then he hits the third barrel, and I go, hey, that's that's bad, bad luck. But I'm going to tell you what. Tonight, she might not have run the fastest time, but I guarantee you this. She has the ugliest horse here. Thinking I was going to be funny. Uh, and it's a, it's a lesson no. I will never forget and what? never, ever, 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 ever in a million bajillion years do again. Yes, that's what it was. It was that until oh. the booze started raining out. This was in 2012. This would have been... Yep. Eat shit, Lucia. So there's not only Rump's not only gotten booed there, I was the first to get booed there out of the two of us, because Rump got booed there when he told a Tom Brady joke about him cheating. Little did he know that he's from San Francisco. His parents were there. That's a whole nother story, story for a different time. So 
my the moral of this story is Reno still every single year that I've been there since. You gonna tell any Appaloosa jokes? You gonna make fun of anybody's horses? You gonna get everybody? Uh, yeah. You gonna get anybody booing at you today? <laughs> or are you just gonna do a good job? Okay, Reno, that was eight years ago. So it's yeah, whatever. he. I Re- love Reno. Reno has a special way. Of making you feel like shit. <laughs> he's the but. he's the biggest smartass in the world to you, but he's also the biggest heart. Oh like, my gosh, th- that guy. Yes, that family. They're awesome. In nineteen ninety four, but Reno can be a really big dick. So I've not experienced that much, <laughs> but I've experienced his sarcasm, and he'll cut you to the bone, and then he'll then the next day. After you've thought about it for 12 hours and you want to just – I called my wife one time and I said, I'm done announcing. I'm not, I'm not announcing ever again. This was when we were first starting, 2015. I can hear you Because breathing. of Reno? I can see that. Yeah, because he was constructive criticism, and I'm used to it because my brother and – Hold on a second. Can you hear rump breathing? No, that was his shoes. They're back. Well, he's, he's, oh, my God. How do they get in here? His, no, his <laughs> nose is plugged up, so he's mouth-breathing over here. Sorry, guys. Jesus. Okay, go with, go with, you know. But no, Reno has the innate ability of he, is, he wants things done right. He'll Reno's make a, you better because, like. He will make well, you better. He makes you feel he, bad he, about it. He will make you feel like he absolute made, crap. But he's, to the people above you, he's he's bragging on you, but yes. not in front of you. That's and so That's just what he Tommy does. Joe. My dad, my dad would tell people that he was proud of me. Honest to God, in my life, he never told me he was proud of me. But he's told countless other people before he passed away that he's proud of me. I firmly believe that guys like Reno, I think Cotton was the same way. Guys like my dad, Tommy Joe's like that a lot, but Tommy Joe's more vocal about it because he's learned. But guys you respect, they don't want to give you a big head. They want you to never stop working hard. And that's that's my motto. When people tell me good job, I have a hard time accepting a compliment. But if you get criticism for me, come on, bring it. I want to know. I want to know how to get better. Absolutely. And, and Reno will do that too. But like that that is one thing. Like Reno is not going to let you have the easy ride. Like no, he's your biggest fan. Yep. And I love Reno like a brother. And like, we we screwed up at Vegas. He was our first guy out round one, and we had technical difficulties. We got to so get him back on. As soon as we're around Reno to. again, he's got to get on because. There's a lot of hey, good shit. There's another dipshit that got a hot chick. Nicole is way too hot for Reno. Nicole is way too successful. What? Um, yeah, like she's like about a judge now. Like she's, I guarantee she one day she's gonna be a judge. Hey, and uh, you know what and she does? She's for a us? damn good lawyer in the yeah. Cow Palace. She just had Nelly and, and cooked us dinner. For four nights. Yeah. Made dinner at the ranch and sent it with Reno to feed us. I was actually with Reno because I, I went to Reno's house and then got sick. Well, we've all bummed off it, of them for a week or so. And I stayed in the there. guest room for <laughs> four, probably 48 hours without coming out. The, the Re- greatest thing. Reno brought jalapeno <laughs> chips and a Diet Dr. Pepper to the door. <laughs> That's how much he loves you. <laughs> he does. Like We're like brothers. and We, we look like Reno hates that. But we were at a quick shop. Reno looked like Webster at one point in time. But you got to hey, admit, you want to talk about a Swiss Army knife? 
that guy. Hey, you get him on a piece of machinery, a forklift. He loves stand it. back. He could do anything. The only reason he, he even loads an arena, announce. he can load an arena. Oh, he, no, he loves to. Hey, his Snapchat. Well, folks, we're here at San Luis Obispo, Cal Poly. We're loading in the dirt. He does the whole announcer voice, and I always make fun of him for it. And he can flank horses. Yeah, run the shoots. Um, <laughs> fly the drone. Drive Juan, uh, drive Juan Carlos and give the order to Tallman all <laughs> at the same time. I wear an earpiece during, during the Cow Palace, and he has the radio directly to me. And so I'll be waiting for a score or for this or for whatever, and he'll be like, this guy's only going to go one jump but still try to build him up, but mainly talk about the bull. <laughs> <laughs> He's so yep. – and he'll just rumple say something out in the arena. He'll be like, well, that wasn't very funny. Can you bring us back? <laughs> Yeah, he does. Do you ever get him? Do you ever get in the the air? Because I've worn the earpiece before. Do you ever get him when he's pissed? Well, here's the here's what the the, is he talking about? Stop him! Tell him to (laughs) shut up. Then uh, uh, this is one of the greatest uh, things about being in TV. You always wear an earpiece. You always have producers talking in your ear. You always have directors, whatever. So when Reno does go off about something, I just I have the innate ability to just block it out, (laughs) and then I'll. When I have, when I take a breath and rump, or whoever takes over, I'll be like, "What were you saying?" Doesn't matter. Go to the next guy. But you and <laughs> just me, like, I'll walk out and be like, "Man, what do you think?" Like, I'll just do an act. I'm like, "Man, that went good." And he's like, "Did you think that was funny?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay." I'm like, "Did you think it was funny?" <laughs> and it festers. And he still gives you crap for no showing him at one rodeo, like six years ago. Like he is the memory of a cat, an elephant, an elephant. There you go. Wait, cats That's like reflexes of a cat. Reflexes of a giraffe. Like, right. I think that Reno just does all that <laughs> stuff because he likes running machinery. But yeah, we're not going to just keep kissing Reno's ass. But Yeah, Reno's also a huge dick, like I said before. He took us to uh, the Calamari Club. Oh, yeah, the monster. The first year that I went to Cow Palace, like, yeah. you have to go to this deal. <laughs> Anthony, tell us, tell us about the deal. First off, to it's explain like it. a 30-minute drive. On the wharf. Manu Latast came and picked me up in his Reno Rosser Flying U. It's a Kia. Red. It was a red. Kia. Pick, was it a red Kia? Yeah, it was a red Kia. Oh, my gosh. He's like, he, Anthony, I pick you up. Take you to the, take you to the lunch. Okay. So I'm out in front of the, wherever we stay out there. Fairfield is. And he just <laughs> backfires when he parks. Flying U gave me this. Flying you. And I'm like, oh, my God, why did they do that to you? But no, he was so excited about it. Picks me up. We all we meet these guys at the Calamari Club. Obviously, Justin rides with Cotton and Bobby Kerr and Reno because Justin's, a, in the words of Tommy Joe, a kiss butt. Um, I, I didn't have a ride. I flew in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, so we go to the Calamari Club. I have zero what. Idea but t- what to tell expect. us about the col- like what that is. When you walk in, it's this club right on the wharf of in the in the in the bay of San Diego, or I'm sorry, San Francisco. It's a beautiful place, got a great view. You walk in out front, every extremely expensive car that you would think of seeing, from Range Rovers to Lamborghinis to eighty like that yeah that Ferraris was a, and just that Mercedes that was Mercedes like- every expensive car, and so I'm like. I roll up in a Kia, a red Kia that's backfiring with the skinny little Frenchman. With the flying Frenchman, who who is another guy that I admire a lot, 
And I'm like, where are we at? So we walk in, and, and I don't know what to expect. And Reno's like, uh, yeah, that's the judge. That's the chief of police. That's a senator. That's this guy. The uh, the coach from the San Francisco uh, yep, Giants the, were there. The owner. Yeah. The owner of the Giants was and the, there. Also, the uh, guy that run all the sanitation. Yep. The trash man. Yeah. yeah, like the Sopranos. Yeah. This is no joke. So it's a legit guys club. It's called the Calamari Club. And these different members, and I don't know how you get to be a member, but I don't know if I, I want to really find out. But you're able to bring guests. Guys bring NFL players, NFL Hall of Famers. And one of the board members of the Grand National in San Francisco, his guest for that week is us. And then one of the judges that is on the actual, like the higher-ups, his wife, Mara Kopp, is one of the board members of the Grand National. So it's this extremely connected. And what we don't realize, and I didn't even realize it, is that everyone of importance in San Francisco, in that entire area, in, entire area, entire area, is somehow there. I mean, everyone of importance that you could think of, the mayor, everyone is there. And it's, they're wearing like suits, like yeah, really fancy suits. So like we walk in and uh our guy that was like our sponsor, he's like, Hey, uh, how are you, clown? Wasn't like, it Leonard? Leonard. Yeah. Leonard Stefanelli. He goes, yep. Hey, you want a drink? I said, Sure do. <laughs> so he because uh, it's like eleven and we haven't had a drink for a few hours and <laughs> in the morning. And uh, he turns around and tells the bartender, Hey, what the hell's your problem? Get my boys a drink. Hurry the uh, Yes. And I'm straight like, up cussing this guy, and the bartender's just like, "Okay, Mr. Stefanelli, whatever they need, yeah, guys, what do you want?" Me and Lucia are like, "It's no problem, no hurry." Like we're trying to be. Like, so this cool is at the it. bar. Then we walk up some stairs to after we have our drink, and we go sit down. Then these guys start introducing their guest, and you got to talk shit on them. You, like, you have, have to, to be talk. rude. You have to be rude. So the first guy's like, "My guest is a pro football Hall of Famer. He's a real piece of bleep." Uh, we went out and we. Like, just starts talking these terrible things. And I'm like, oh, my God. Where am I? And it's just like straight up man's club. Everybody's talking crap. Everybody's cussing. cursing. terrible. Extremely. And so <laughs> the first year I'm there, Reno's like, hey, Tallman's been here. These guys love Tallman. He always got up, talked crap on everybody, and just made them all laugh. And they love him for it. Okay. Follow that, bitch. Yeah, literally. And I'm like, there is no chance on God's green earth that I'm going to talk crap on anyone here, period. So I get you up could and die. say something stupid. And and I'm like, I'm the new guy. Bobby T's always been here. And uh, he always said before I came out here that this place smells a lot like a rodeo. <laughs> that's and what you that's, said. That was. I'm not even laughing. I want to laugh. And that's the reaction that I got. Because they're waiting for the punchline. I didn't know what to do. I don't talk but crap it, it, very it good It is hard when people. somebody says, talk shit, because that's the same did thing. Did you Reno. talk shit? Yeah. Oh, he did. What did Rump say? Well, I, I, I screwed up because I had to follow Bobby Kerr. Yeah. And Cotton was there, so he introduced Bobby Kerr. And Bobby Kerr didn't talk shit. Mm -mm. He stood up and told a poem about the American And they Mustang. just. And these sumbucks come apart. Come apart. So I'm, so I'm sitting by the owner of the San Francisco Giants. He's like, hey, everybody, Bobby Kerr, huh? Spirit Fingers. Uh. Yeah. 
So uh, that was the year that the Kansas City Royals won the uh, World Series. Yeah. So I'm sitting by, and so the owner of the Giants goes first. And he goes, man, I guess I'm sitting by a rodeo clown. What you do, squeeze the bull's balls? And, like, he was kind of rude. Literally. Just talking crap on you. Yeah. So Reno's texting. I'm sitting by Reno, and he's texting me. Talk shit. And I'm like, no. He's like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> and you know, Reno, he don't smile. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. He's, yeah. So anyhow, it's my I turn. So I, so I know that I need to talk shit on the San Francisco Giants baseball. So I stood up and I go, you know what? This is my first time in San Francisco and I'm 34 years old. And I guess the reason that I never came here before I was 34 is because everybody back in Oklahoma said that people from this part of California were a bunch of dumb bastards. <laughs> And after being here with y'all today, I can go back to Oklahoma and tell them they're right. And this is the point where I was literally crawling under the table. And, I'm like, and oh I my looked God, at the, uh, the owner of the baseball team and I said, for you, I'm not from here. I grew up in Kansas where we also have a baseball team called the Kansas City Royals. And then like your team in October, we're still playing. Oh. And then I sit down. I'm like, and you brought the house down, did you? Oh, yeah. God. They, they loved nuts. it. Afterwards, I'm thinking we're all going to die. Afterwards, the guy comes up and he's like, that was the best shit I've ever heard. So it just literally. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is the coolest moment ever. We took pictures with his ring. He didn't let me put it on. Guess who he let put it on? Fat fingers over here. He takes his <laughs> he takes his World Series ring. And he goes, you want to put it on? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was the coolest moment ever. Since that first year, I've gotten better about spitting out the smack, but I still do it in a respectful way because that's just not how that's I That's just am. who you are. Yeah. And you're a good bastard. And we want to thank you Amen. for taking out time to sit with our dumbasses. Well, we were shooting wanna, for 20 minutes, and here we are. I want to thank you because, much like my dad said of my birth, this was an unexpected honor. And so I really appreciate you guys. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I was an unplanned pregnancy. I was an unplanned pregnancy. I turned out fine. That's what you think. That's where we get. Okay. That's where we go to everybody wake chug. Make sure you tune in next time on Rum Chat, always filled with exciting guests and great humor and useless thoughts. And I made out with Anthony's sister. Okay. Thank you for joining in with Rum Chat. Ha! <laughs>